Well, hello, and welcome to the Perspective Podcast, where we explore money through a spiritual lens. I'm Elle, a certified financial planner and a witchy old soul who just so happens to be going through a spiritual awakening myself. I launched this podcast to provide practical tips for stepping into your own wealth, purpose, and sovereignty as you navigate your own spiritual awakening. I lean on my own experiences in finance to look at money through the lens of energy, spirituality, science, and intuition. You'll gain financial knowledge to step into your soul's highest purpose and prosperity through a combination of episodes focused purely on financial terms, but also we'll explore a variety of spiritual topics as they relate to your money and wealth. If you're ready to step into ease and flow in your financial life and let that ripple across every single aspect of your life, stay tuned. Well, before we jump into wealth and money and all that other fun stuff, I think we have to talk about the new earth. Why does that matter? Because our economic and financial infrastructure, our systems, the way we live, our entire society is changing, but not without its own trials and tribulations. And if we're going to manage and create our own lives, our own futures, our own financial situations and live in alignment, we need to understand the greater themes at hand and where we are heading. So here's a 30,000 foot view of what is already taking place and has been taking place since 2020. This term, the new earth, gets thrown around a lot in the spiritual community. I have to address it because what is happening right now is truly historic and is the first time in truly thousands of years of humanity where we have opportunity to create our own reality as humans. Because the pandemic has shown us on a global scale that what we've been doing hasn't been working very well. It's turned the mirror around on each and every one of us and asked us to reckon with what we value. And this mass reckoning, this shadow work on a collective level cannot be denied. You cannot tell me that that is not happening on a global scale in every single country on earth right now. It is. And so, yes, this may have been planned, but it also is a part of humanity's ascension process as a whole, earth's ascension process. And nobody can tell me that you have not noticed that the world has changed drastically in the last year and a half. That is just the beginning of what we can expect in the new earth. Because we are shifting away from old systems and old institutions and old ways of being that have not served humanity for hundreds of years, that have actually enslaved humanity for thousands of years. Our values will begin to shift away from convenience in this new earth. Our values will begin to shift away from this idea that we have to work long hours away from our families just to pay the bills and retire when we're too old to enjoy life. We're going to shift away from dependency on these broken systems, the education system, the healthcare system, our legal system, our financial system. The healthcare system is truly just a sick care system. We know that humanity 
for hundreds of years and thousands of years used herbalism and energy work and a knowledge of the human body on a spiritual level to heal. And yet we are so, so incredibly dependent on pharmaceuticals to cover up symptoms instead of finding true ways of healing our bodies. So in the new earth, this will be a major theme of realizing our own power to heal our own bodies and power to step in to our mission and our purpose, to awaken to the idea that, oh, wait, I'm not just, I'm not just a human on earth. I'm so much more so that it will shift towards ancient modalities. We'll embrace ancient modalities that have existed since humanity began. We're going to shift away from this broken education system that is, that is indoctrinating children into being worker bees without any ability to solve problems or think for themselves because they fully expect that their purpose in life is to go get a job. That's what they're being taught. Take tests, get great grades, get into the best school I possibly can, all for one purpose and one purpose only, you guys, to get a good job. If we are teaching our children, the next generation, that all they're meant to do is wake up every day and go to school, then eventually go to work and acquire material things, to have that American dream, to entertain themselves every spare moment of their free time, to imbib alcohol and drugs and take pharmaceuticals for every ailment and ingest chemicals through the food system, through the water supply, through skin care and hair care products, programming them through social media and popular culture totally disconnected from their bodies and their energy and their true nature. These children will be reliant on the system and think this is all there is. And that's how they can be controlled and manipulated through fear because they don't know who they are. And they'll be too distracted to realize they're actually multidimensional beings who have untapped power and potential unconscious going through life on autopilot, disconnected. So the theme in the new earth versus the old is consciousness. And you are here to help build the new systems and the new society, which we'll talk about more soon. So as more humans than ever before awaken to something more grand than we can possibly imagine, our intuition becomes our superpower. Because with our intuition, we can feel right through lies and manipulation. And we're going to need that in this new earth. We have to create societies outside of the matrix. So the separation has already begun. You are already seeing this playing out with healthcare workers, with teachers, with federal workers who are saying, no, no, I'm not going to be a part of this system anymore, who are dropping out. Many of them will create their own organizations. So yes, there will be separation in the new earth. It is not all love and light, as you may have heard. This great divide and the separation will continue for quite some time, and things are going to be rough. We know this. We've already lived it for the last year and a half. 
we are going to have to make tough choices about where our future and our values are. And to help you step into that reality, I'm starting this podcast because I want you to feel empowered in heading into this new era and this new earth because for every amount of pain and suffering that humanity will experience in the next five to 10 years, lightworkers like you and me, people awakening, will be rebuilding society on the fringe. So I am here to help you reframe the idea of wealth, to help reframe the idea of what our economy is actually built on, to help reframe our financial system. Our financial system is not built on what you think it is. It is so incredibly fragile. And if you need an example of that, well, the stock market's only been around for give or take 100 years. Humanity has lived and been around for thousands and thousands of years. Don't believe the history books were so much older than any history book talks about. So we've seen civilizations and societies rise and fall for centuries. Yet in our finite human view in 2021, we still think that the stock market might be around in two or 300 years, that our country, the United States, might be around in two or 300 years. We're going to talk about that on the podcast in the future. Because I want to help you diversify in every aspect of your life so you are prepared for whatever comes your way. Because change is coming. It already has started to happen. No one can deny that. So let's look at history and say, well, how have our values changed? What's changed them? Current events, mass events in human history have had such a profound impact on our values. We can look at older generations and see how values have changed through the years based on what they lived through. From the Depression era to babies born in the 1950s, the baby boomer generation, to the Gen X generation, to millennials, to now the new generations. I don't even know what they're called. Every single generation values something different. But on a more macro scale, let's look at how our history has changed. Let's go way back. Hundreds of years, thousands of years. We started as hunter-gatherers. At least that's what we understand to be true. We traveled around looking for food because we didn't know how to grow our own food yet. We were completely dependent on Mother Nature, completely connected to Mother Nature and reliant on her for our every need, from our clothing to our medicine to the food that we eat. Excess didn't exist. Materialism didn't exist at that time because we would rise with the sun and go to bed with the sun. And every day was spent focused on our own survival. So that hunter-gatherer phase was just pure survival, focused on Mother Earth itself caring for us. And the spiritual connection was strong at that time. If we look at the Native Americans who migrated from place to place, totally dependent on their mother. But then what happened? The agrarian phase. And the agrarian phase means that we began growing our own food. We learned how to grow plots of vegetables and fruits. And with that came, guess what? We're free time. 
more and more people were able to focus on their own trades, focus on their own passions. What do they like to do? What were they good at? But then what happened after that? More and more tradesmen, more and more art, more and more goods were created as we became dependent on the farmers. Now we were still somewhat connected to the land because we were still growing our own food at this point, but those people that weren't growing their own food started to separate themselves from Mother Earth and from their own spirituality and their connection to spirit. Power and greed started to set in. And with the power and greed came the next phase of humanity, which was the Industrial Revolution. And in the Industrial Revolution, that's when things really started to happen for humanity. Because with technology came factories. And with factories came the creation on a large scale of mass-produced food. But not only food, goods. And this large scale was not really for the better. It started out that way. It started out so positively, like, oh, this is so wonderful that we can do this. We can feed more people. We can cure starvation. So this is when the idea of convenience was born. And I talked about convenience earlier, but this is a key aspect of the new earth because with convenience, the connection to Mother Earth continued to decline dramatically along with our health. And in this new time, in this new era, we are going to start waking up to that. But that's not the last thing that happened. Because after the Industrial Revolution came the Technological Revolution. And that's what's been driving our economy ever since. So this technology, this centralized production of mass-produced cheap goods, cheap clothing, cheap everything, extremely unhealthy processed food, that is where our connection, our true connection to our food began to decline. And our health also, again, declined. In the new earth, humans are awakening to this. Awakening to the fact that, oh wait, processed food made in a lab by a chemical engineer is not food. Awakening to the fact that technology has continue to increase year over year unchecked, making us sick mentally, spiritually, and physically. So for every good thing it's done, and it's done so much good, please do not misunderstand me. The addictions it has created, the convenience it has created, that dopamine high, you know, of using social media, of grabbing your device, of being connected 24 seven with your smartwatch, with your smartphone, with your laptop. Unchecked ability to buy cheap crap online, materialism, shopping, video games, obsession with celebrities and Hollywood and this really weird world that's totally out of touch with humans as a whole. There are mass implications to how we have relied on technology. 
And that's why the rates of suicide and depression are sky high right now. That's why we have allowed ourselves to be duped by the media, by our government, by massive corporations. Because with technology came power. And the power differential between people who started tech companies, between people who are running mass large corporations, billions and billions of dollars, the power that these people have has influenced every single society on earth. And every human without them even realizing it. And we can already see how technology has been used positively because look at how social media has created this awareness and awakening across the planet. It's catapulted millions of souls into consciousness because information is at our fingertips, more information than ever before. So within technology, there is a polarity as there is with everything on earth, right? And we will start to really hone in on how we can utilize technology to improve our planet for solutions only and away from technology just as purely entertainment. Because right now we're in this trend where social media is being used as entertainment for many souls and in the new earth that censored mindless entertainment will still exist but so many more souls will be awakening that they will see right through that and really focus more on connection on a physical level but also connection through technology and create new innovative ways to connect with human beings, which I am all for. How exciting is that? That's a fantastic proposition for the earth. And like I mentioned with that polarity, we can look at every single type of technology coming out and see how it can be dangerous or it can be helpful to us. Because when we see Wi-Fi and 5G and EMFs, we have done so little research on the effects on our health of these aspects of technology. In the future, we're going to realize just how dangerous those really are for our health. I mean, think about it. We're being bombarded with 5G now if you live in a city. So this awareness of how technology has a dark side and a light side will continue to expand and grow in the future generations, including ourselves. And this conscious decision making will seep into every aspect of our lives, every decision that we make from how we spend our money to how we raise our children to how we go about in the world from sun up to sundown. Instead of waking up and turning on programming, we will wake up and meditate or take a walk in mother nature and connect to her or do some kind of exercise that's good for our bodies because when we utilize exercise, we actually move stagnant energy out of our bodies. So technology is just such a major theme in the new earth, and we'll have entire podcast episodes dedicated to that because there are some opportunities there. So if we created these systems, we can also dismantle them. And in the new earth, that will be happening. And we will be focusing more on solving problems and creating solutions to those problems. Our focus will be 
on what's good and right, not just on what's bad and wrong and judging each other every single day. Our focus will be more on the soul and the whole person rather than how someone looks and how much money they have. Our focus will be on finding time for ourselves to be our best selves for ourselves and others. Our focus will be on creativity and connection. It will be on making sure our bodies are operating at the highest frequency possible and that we're modeling and embodying the kind of behavior we wish to see up more in the world because we are not being programmed otherwise. And in the new earth, I think one of the most exciting aspects that I'm looking forward to is that intuition will become equal with intellect. We are currently living in such a masculine world, a patriarchal world where social status is really driven by your birth, how much money you have, and also intellect and education. Our education system is built only on intellect and reason. But those who have a well-developed intuition and connection to source and even balanced feminine and masculine energy will be our new leaders in the future. And the focus will be more on wisdom and insight and creative abilities, as well as this visionary mindset and compassion. Women and men and animals will all be treated the same. That is not what's happening on our earth right now. Okay. We look at the animal kingdom as below us or stupid or less than like they don't have souls. Like they can't be a part of, of our world on our level, which is why we treat them the way we do. And it's horrific. So not only do we treat animals as disposable, as goods or as products, but we also treat mother earth that way. We think we are smarter than every other animal on the planet. We think we're smarter than mother earth. We think we know everything. So we are bulldozing mother earth to make space for population growth, for towns and cities and developments. And it breaks my heart every single time I see trees taken down. It breaks my heart every time I see lawns being sprayed with pesticides, which is just the norm, the societal norm. Our society thinks that we're supposed to have grass um, when we could have thriving permaculture gardens and pollinator gardens in our front yards. All of this has been normalized over the last 50 to 100 years to just completely disregard our mother. So what happens when Mother Earth is being suffocated by all of these cheap goods, by this unsustainable growth, by this materialism? Because where is it all going? Landfills, pollution, into our water system, into, into our aquifers. So we're not only killing ourselves, we're killing the mother. We're killing our mother. And as above, so below. In the new earth, more and more will continue to awaken to how important our mother is for every single soul on this planet. Because if we don't have her, we have nothing. We're already seeing the massive reshifting of people from cities 
to rural areas or to suburbs because they want to be closer to nature. They want to get away from the fast-paced, convenient lifestyles they're living. Because some of these people are awakening whether they realize it or not. It's just the beginning. I am one of these people. My husband and I were living in the city, in the South, on a beautiful property. And we had a lovely garden. We grew a lot of our own food. But the be very beginning of 2019 and all the whole year, I just had this intense longing to buy land in the mountains, to start a true homestead, to live cl as close to off-grid as we could, but still be, you know, 20 to 30 minutes from a city, a town. So we started shopping for property at the beginning of 2020. And we bought a property an eight-hour drive away from our home in the mountains that had fresh water and a well, but it was only 20 minutes from the local town. It was completely surrounded by local farms and CSAs and wineries and orchards and so much incredible local food. A community with privacy to grow our own food. And so we moved our 20 chickens up here to the mountains. We left our families, all of our family, both sides of our family lived in our hometown. We started to build up our food stores because I knew this is important. This is going to be necessary as we shift in this new earth. And then the pandemic hit. Wow. However, we still were living in the city for, for the majority of that year because we had had a baby. So we actually rented our home um, and then moved up this February. So we've been here about eight months. And I'm so grateful that I listened to that inner voice, to my guides, to my intuition, because, because in the new earth, the fragility of our supply chain will be highlighted. The fragility of our markets will be highlighted. The fragility of every single system and every single institution that we rely on is going to come into question. We're headed back to mother nature. She's craving this, we are craving this. And I'm excited about it, guys. I'm really, really excited. But we have to take radical responsibility. Radical responsibility for our health, radical responsibility for our financial situation and our sovereignty and how we make money, our income streams. Radical responsibility for how we're raising our children and what we value. Because when these systems and institutions fall, the chaos and the separation and the fear are only going to increase. But we get to choose. We don't have to choose chaos and separation and fear. Now, it's not all love and light but we can choose the higher frequency. Well, I don't know about you, but I am stoked to be living in a time where consciousness is expanding, where we can speak about topics that have been on the fringe of society for so long. 
where we can be co-creators of our lives and connect with our higher selves after centuries of disconnection, where we will continue to build a thriving community for generations to come that value connection to source and spirit and mother earth. That's something to be celebrated. So if you're going through this awakening right now, please understand you're not alone and there are millions of us, but global forces don't want this to happen for obvious reasons. That's why sharing this podcast, sharing this information, sharing your own truth and your own experiences is so valuable in this time and this new era. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would greatly appreciate a podcast review, subscribe, and the like, as I am brand new to the spiritual community and I'm coming out, so to speak. You can also find me on Instagram at Spiritual Perspective Podcast. Catch you later.